You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's your favorite Uncle Silk. It's Dan. And Del Torre. Top of the top. Monday morning, sun is shining, and all kinds of weather, man. How y'all boys feeling? What's up with it? Good, man. Back back in the 954. Um, it's mm. going to be back in beautiful Coral Springs for uh, for a few days for Thanksgiving. Uh they had a great weekend, really a fantastic weekend. We did a uh, like a little Christmas thing that was in um, uh, on Water Street in downtown Tampa. So we did that. I live right there, so it was really really cool. I had some people over, uh, and then I watched the game Saturday. Uh, obviously, didn't turn out the way that we wanted. Um, also, got into a beef with Brandon mm. Walker from Barstool Sports. Nice. Um, fired off some some terrible tweets about Colorado. Um, he said that he was making fun of himself. Wasn't clear. He said he was going to make my life miserable. Uh, his podcast quote tweeted stadium and Gale over the weekend. So that was great. Just, uh, I'm here for the smoke, Brandon. Uh, I know you're listening. Um, so I'm here for the smoke. Bring it on. Can I jump in on this? Yeah. Shit. Mm. Oh, I want some smoke too. Brandon is the, the worst. Northgate, baby. He got the worst takes in all of America. Like he yeah. just say shit to say it. Yep. Um, bar stool is slowly turning into toilet stool. Like they got to get it together over there, bro. Yeah, one time for Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, him and Big Game Boomer, um, top two worst uh, takes in all of college sports. So, uh, Brandon here for the smoke, baby. Let's bring it. Already, <laughs> I'll be I'll be in Nashville next week. Uh, if you want to handle the smoke, uh, and we'll do a live podcast together. Uh, might be, might be out of your weight class. Might be out of your weight class. The way yeah, in might. <laughs> Nick, how's your week? How's Missouri? Good, Missouri. <laughs> Different note. Missouri's good. Um, it, my godfather uh, went to Missouri, um, so this is always like a family trip. When when Missouri plays at Florida, they stay here with us in Gainesville. Uh, when we go up there, if there was like eleven people in the Airbnb. My dad I hadn't seen him since uh, just after the honeymoon. He'll be up here for Thanksgiving. Um, so good trip to Mizzou. And uh, got my birthday this week, Thanksgiving this week, Florida State this week, and then a tra transfer portal after that. So, it's, so Nick, uh, even, uh, though it's time, season, even though the season's ending, you know, uh, it, the work ramps up. Nick, I, I've got a question for you. So at your wedding, uh, your best man uh, told a story about you almost getting to a square up at a Runyon's and you instead mm -hmm. went to a Taco Bell or something. Um I need the the pod listeners to know because yesterday I went to dinner uh, right next to that Runyon's. And so I sent a picture of Nick. And I said, I'm here for the square up. So, uh, Nick, can you give people uh, what what almost happened at Runyon's when you're in high school? Runyon's no, is yeah, a restaurant dude. in Coral Springs. It's a nice fine restaurant. establishment, tablecloths. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't draw on the tablecloths. Not like, uh, you know, a macaroni grill where they encourage you <laughs> to draw on the tablecloths either. Um no, can't give the details of that one, Dan. Okay. Uh, All right. No, that's fine. That, that, you had to be there. You had to be there. Had to be there. All right. Well, let's check our stats 
limitations for the square up I missed. Let's get into Silk's weekend. Silk, how's yours? And then we'll get started. I know everybody's here for the hot take. So, yeah, we're going to vibe out a little bit, talk some, some Gator football. My weekend was super solid. Uh, didn't do a whole lot. Just Gator football and just spent time with the kids, you know, um, bike riding, working out outside. Went to the beach, always enjoying, you know, wiggled my toes in some sand. You know, got some nice Atlantic Ocean sand between my toes. So, touch grass, why. pound sand. You got to touch. If you can't, you know, a touch grass, everybody keeps saying, bro, you got to, you're at the beach, you're talking about touch, uh, touch grass. So, I had to start to wiggle, wiggle your toes in some sand movement. Um, perfect time of the year for that. South Florida, it don't get really cold like that in the wintertime. It's actually the perfect time to go to the ocean is in the wintertime in South Florida. Shout out to my guy, Bam, in the comments, 954, stand up. Now, nah, sit down real quick, man. It's 561 talking. Dan, what's up, man? You home for Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here in Coral Springs. So uh, it's, it's, yeah, good yeah. Be, it's good to be back. It's good to they be back. Parade, uh, they have a parade for him tomorrow in, in his honor uh, yeah. as he comes home. So, so make sure Coral you're in attendance Springs for that. Yeah, um, I'll, be, I'll be out and about the checking mean, out the usual spots. The mean streets of Coral Springs. <laughs> the mean streets of Coral Springs. Mean. Mean gated streets of Coral Springs. Oh, yeah. These pre-planned communities. Um, be, uh, oh, Grass Expressway's finest. Mm. Yeah, Tony Wiles Road, the construction project. Yeah, yeah. If you live down here, that only took him about oh, seven years. So shout gosh. out to them. The nails um, in the road. Oof. Jeez. Uh, yeah, no, I'll be streets. down in. Uh, I'll be going down to Pompano, taking a boat down the intercoastal. Going to show the uh, the fam some future real estate investments, and then so you and Kodak just pretty much neighbors all these years. Basically, they grew up together. They grew up together. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, let's let's get it. Let's get into the show. Uh, as always, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the share, uh, push on Twitter, do all that stuff. It helps the show, helps the algorithms, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but make sure you hit that like button uh, down there at the bottom of the screen. Uh, as always, this show is presented by our friends over at the Gatorverse. If you are looking to help University of Florida athletes through NIL, look no further than the Gatorverse. That's G-A-T-A-V-E-R-S-E dot I-O. Again, Gatorverse dot I-O. Uh, you can help support the uh, the basketball program. Uh, you can help support Trevor Etienne. You can support uh, the volleyball team uh, and a whole host of other athletes, both with physical and digital collectibles, as well as uh, get access to discounts all around the city of Gainesville. Uh, there's a big special with uh, Trevor Etienne and doing a Bluebirds, uh, not only discount when you go, but also to do a meet and greet uh, with him after the season is over here uh, in a few weeks. So again, go support them. Go support NIL uh, initiatives at the University of Florida. We need it. Uh, more than anything right now. So again, Gataverse.io. We appreciate their support all of these months. But again, G-A-T-A-V-E-R-S-E dot I-O. All right, gentlemen, Gators lose a tough one to Missouri, 33-31. to 31. In a game that uh, Florida looked incredible on the very first drive of the game, looked incredible uh, the very first drive of the second half, uh, ultimately put up 24 points in the second half, have a field goal that they make a Trey Smack redemption tour, uh, gives the Gators about 90 seconds to stop Missouri. Missouri is down to a fourth and 17, converts that pass, another pass, and then another pass, and then the thicker kicker makes one, 
Uh, Gators get the ball with about five seconds left and do not complete uh, the ultimate comeback. So a lot of hot takes on the internet. Gators move to five and six. We'll face FSU this week. Uh, but gentlemen, uh, your thoughts on the game as a whole. Ooh, where do I begin? I'll go. I'll go. I'll be quicker. Um, Florida's like you mentioned it's there, Dan. Like Florida's really good. Billy Napier is really good when given the chance to uh, choreograph his drives. Like the first first offensive drive every game is good. I don't understand why whenever they win the toss, they defer and give up points immediately. It's just like you know what we want to do today. We'd like to play from behind. You have the ball first. Uh, granted, Florida held Missouri, I think, to a field goal first drive. Um, yep. Stood tough in the paint there, but I, I just don't get it. It's you know, it's like the same thing happens every week when they when they win the toss. The defense gives up points on the first drive, and you're playing from behind. But Florida's first drive is really good. You go into halftime, uh, go in the locker room, maybe script up eight, nine, ten more plays. Look great again. Just script um, up the whole game. You know what I mean. <laughs> you're gonna start looking wild like you have a bad snap it's like well shoot we have a counter run here for a second you just script the whole game that's that's as much as i trust our offense right now these after, scripted runs after, are sick the offense was good i take that back the offense was good i don't want that to be misconstrued that the offense didn't play well they've actually played well the last 500 few games, yards but, of offense yeah 500 yards of offense 239 uh through the air 261 on the ground um Five of eleven game on third with, down, one of one on fourth. Third straight game with more than thirty points. Yeah, it's um the not the offense is the offense wasn't the issue. And, and honestly, right. if, if Max Brown doesn't have that fumble on the read option, we might be sitting here talking about Florida already being bowl eligible, being six and five. So uh offense was fine. Um I thought That's it was a ten point swing. I thought it was interesting. Um, after the game, Montrell and Trevor have exactly the same amount of rushing yards, only 10 carries, uh, between them. Montrell has 10 more carries and has played in one more game. So like, that's, we mm -hmm. said before, here it's a straight 50, 50 split, but, um, Missouri, uh, Memorial stadium at Faro field. Um, it was a really good environment. Place was sold out. They were, uh, students were already on break and, and they stayed. Um, so oh. it was a really good environment. I think Florida, Offensively played well enough to win the game. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just the same story with the defense. And, and um, like even after that fourth and 17, I think the thicker kicker hit a 61 yarder to yeah. beat as a state. Mm -hmm. So it would have been like 57 yards after the fourth and 17. Um, and then you give up 27 more yards in the next three plays there. So yeah, uh, just some. I, and it wasn't even a young player making the mistake. I think Manny Nunnery just got caught in no man's land in zone defense. And I understand why you're in zone defense on fourth and 17. I saw a lot of fans being like, you played press man, you played press man, and you got to fourth and 17. Why'd you go away from that? Well, it's fourth and 17. We're playing zone. Right. Don't let them get 16 yards. That's fine. The 16 yard gain is a win. Um, mm. And Manny Nunnery just got stuck playing too shallow in the zone. You could tell as soon as the, the ball was about to be caught by Luther Burden, Jaden Hill's hands are in the air. He's looking like, where it, where are you? Right. Uh, and, and Manny Nunnery had his back at that point, has his back to the line of scrimmage looking at the catch because well, he, yeah, he realized Manny that wasn't deep that. enough. He was spying both wide receivers or zone with both wide receivers there. He had to try to make a move on one or the other. 
right? So he, got, he chose wrong. And then by the time that he realized he was wide open and then your safeties were 24 yards deep on that fourth and 17. So uh, that that's, if there's a guy on the field that you need to know where he is, it's number mm -hmm. three. Yeah. We talked about it on the show. Number three can't make that catch. Number three can't beat you, whether it's the first quarter, second quarter, certainly not on fourth and 17. So mental mental lapse there. Um, mental lapse or coaching lapse? What do you think? I, I'd see like people are throwing. I'm not, Austin, I'm not throwing Austin, Austin Armstrong. Armstrong not, 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 I'm, well, I'm seeing it. I'm, I'm seeing it. Message board, um, social media. I'm seeing it. Um, like, the players have to make the plays. Like there's so many arm tackles or so many. Um, there's just a bunch of things. I think Atrocious, that Ford is man. young. Mm -hmm. I think there's the, that Ford is young. Um, but I also think that I like the scheme. You're going to give up big plays. Like that's, that's just part of it. Um, mm -hmm. You're going to give up big plays in this offense, but you need to start recruiting guys that are press man corners. Cause you're playing a lot of that. Um, you got to get better at linebacker. They are going to get better at linebacker, I think, but you're going to be young next year. So I'm, I'm kind of in a – I'm going too far into the future. But I'm, I'm kind of in, a, in a, a place where, like, I asked Billy this, I think, two weeks ago now. Yes, you're playing a bunch of freshmen. I think more than 35% of the defensive mm -hmm. snaps on, on – um, of the snaps on defense are from freshmen. It goes even higher when you add, like, Shamar James – uh, and, and other true sophomores. Um, so for yes, Florida is young, but like at this point in the season, you can make the argument, Hey, you're not young anymore. You've played nine, 10, 11 games, but is your body breaking down as a 19 year old, mm -hmm. um, having gone through this? And when I see some of the attempted tackles, I'm like, maybe no one's healthy right now, but I think, you know, a 22 year old is probably in better physical condition than a 19 year old, mm -hmm. uh, in late November. After their first full season, I don't think I was saying nineteen year olds missing these tackles though. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. It was some veteran guys. I don't want to cut you off, but just just no, you're good. I, I rambled. Yeah, no, I mean I think it's it's a lot of the same, right? I mean I you know I think that we could rehash what we've rehashed for the entire two years. Right. Um, yeah. Tough loss, bro. Like tough loss. This this loss in Arkansas loss stings. Mm -hmm. uh, we can go to some other games, but we, we should have won both of those games. We should be seven to five right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I seen Jacquez Green put a tweet out there and it said, like, you know, you lose big, then you start losing close, then you then you win close, then you start winning big. That's usually how it works when you're you know flipping the culture and, and doing and seeing progress. Um, don't want any more victories, but that was a tough ass loss. Uh, I didn't have high expectations going into this game for us. Uh, we didn't mm -hmm. even really break this down on the last show, no. uh, thinking like you know it may get ugly. Yeah, we, we chalked it up as an L. Um, but the team showed up, man, on the road. That first drive, defense only gave up three. I'm like, all right, you gotta live with that. Offense mm -hmm. get on the field, go down and get seven. That's a, that was a good start to the game. You up seven three. Defense got a couple stops after that, and we we weren't able to respond. It was kind of a field position game. They they kicked us into an area where uh, Billy was playing it safe, and, and we also got some penalties uh, backed mm -hmm. up into in some of those situations. So that put us in a bad spot. It's frustrating to see you know when our defense is playing better than normal, then our offense just can't generate points. It's just yeah. like terrible right. timing with that, bro. Um, that but, second that that like middle first quarter through second quarter. 
The yeah. defense was getting stops. I think Florida yeah. was, Gators won the middle eight, up, seven to three. Yeah, yeah, I think Florida gave up 10, 10 points in the second quarter, like hundred something yards. But like there were opportunities, like you just said, where Florida, if you can, if you put these drives, these offensive drives together that you've been putting together in a different time, you might swing momentum of the game, might change the course of the game. Yeah, I don't like to fact check Nick, but every once in a while I do. Um, Nick said, hey, maybe these 19-year-olds' bodies are breaking down. Uh, Missed tackles, PFF has has 11 of them, three by Derek Wingo, three by Taraje Mitchell, two by Miguel Mitchell, who just got absolutely abused on that one catch, one by Jordan Castell, and then one by Chris McClellan, and then one by Jaden Hill. So one true freshman, uh, and then a couple of juniors and super seniors in that group. Nick, yeah, no, I, that's 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 what I was seeing from a uh, missed tackle standpoint. That's what was frustrating, man. Do that? Do I? I did think that. Just give Derek Wingo some credit. He played better than he has played all season. He made some plays out there, but. Uh, it was just some missed tackles by players that are in position to make plays, and they just wasn't wrapping up, bro. Uh, we all want to keep beating on that same dead horse, but I thought uh, the play calling and the offense, considering, I thought I thought they played pretty good. You know, um, the penalties got to clean that up. It's just especially when you're on the road, it's just a lot of just procedural penalties and and, and stuff like that that got us in some bad situations. But um, I like the creativity with getting Ricky Pierce all the ball. I like mm-hmm. how they got Eugene Wilson the ball. We'd like to see more tight end action with Arliss Bordenham, but Hanson is 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 a unit yeah. and he's making plays. So that was encouraging. Um to see our offensive line, Damian George went down. And I don't know what to expect from Lindell Hudson. He comes into the game and it seems like we play better without Damian George. I don't know if mm-hmm. it changed because of uh with Max Brown coming in as well, but we dealt with two big injuries. Damian George, we're already injury injury mm-hmm. riddled in the offensive line. You lose Damian George, and then you lose Graham Mertz on a, on a play. Man, got me hyped in my living room. I was super yeah. chill, and I see him take off and he run between run through two guys and then another guy. I was like, oh snaps! Then you know, next play he's pointing at that shoulder and they take him out, and it's like, ah, oh, this may this may turn into a real boat race now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what to expect out of Max Brown. Um, super, super credit and, and, and no respect to, to what Billy Napier and them guys are doing in the quarterback room. Um, I, I, I didn't think that guy was going to come out that competent. Um, he yep. came out um, outside of the fumble, you know, and that's just timing issues. He's yep. a little rusty. He's not going to play perfect. But overall play, the kid looked confident. He looked like he he, he belonged um, for redshirt freshman on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, you're down. It, all the cars are stacked against you. When he got in the game, all that reaction, RPO mm-hmm. stuff, we started seeing running lanes that were big as a bus. And ETN is damn near going untouched for 30 yards. Like it was, it was opening up and we made plays. Uh, even the throwing play, he, he threw a ball on a, on a 50 50 ball that I've been begging for all year. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love that 50 50 throw. I give my a guy a chance to go and get it. Mm-hmm. You know, and shout out to 22, man. Just, yeah. just comes down with a crazy catch every single week. Uh, he's gonna play on Sundays. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, he had two. Back. He had two catches. He had the the great catch that you're talking about. And the the uh, the the fourth and four catch to get yeah. just beyond the sticks as well. So, correct. Um, you know, I'll give I'll give Max Brown. You know, some credit. Let's. You know, again, Graham Mertz, what he did this year, absolutely incredible. Beat everybody's expectations uh, for a guy that that people had terrible expectations for, and we're really questioning Billy Napier really questioning the take as a whole came out 
Um, just an, an incredible player this year for the Gators. Wore it all out on his sleeve. You could see uh, at the you know when he got taken out, went to the sideline. The, the look on his face, you knew that his season was done uh, at that point. But what Graham Mertz did this year was absolutely incredible. Him coming back next year is going to be huge for not only DJ Lagway, but it's going to be huge for the Gators for this offense. Um, but Graham Mertz deserves all the flowers, all the credit, and hopefully he gets uh, some recognition on his name going into next year. But what an absolute turnaround for Graham Mertz uh, this season. But uh, going back to Max Brown, um, you know, certainly some things from a procedural perspective. Silk, you talked about it with the, the handoff was certainly unfortunate. I know that there was a couple times Billy Napier was yelling at him, getting in, in his ear. I think they had to take one, if not two timeouts uh, because they were running up against uh, a delay of game penalty. Um, but Max Brown did anything that you would want out of a guy that that's played very minimal snaps this year, uh, came in, found some lanes, found some rushing lanes, made some good passes. Um, I do want to potentially park this for another conversation. I know a lot of people thought Billy Napier, especially in the comments here, uh, said that he played for scared money um, there at the end of the game. Um, I don't disagree with playing for that field goal. Uh, I think if ETN goes down inbounds, it's a little bit different. Um, but you know, ultimately, you know, shout out to Max Brown and. You know, I feel certainly more confident with his ability, what we saw after Graham Mertz go out going into FSU next week than than I thought I would. Yeah, I'm a little – I, I think the play calling – like, I, I'm, not, I'm not mad that they ran the ball down the scratch. I wish they would have kept the ball or we would have did some keepers with Max. Uh, I like the way mm -hmm. he was providing. He was getting some chunk yardage, bro. He got some He got some get-up about himself, man. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Super speedy receive, uh, uh, quarterback. So I wish we did some different type of plays, kept it more center, and and don't even get on the option of trying to get out of bounds. But Etn going out of bounds right there was was a was a a mental mistake that mm -hmm. we got. Just you know, that's a youth mistake. You know, when you that's winning football, and the players weren't playing. We was asking earlier, was it the coaches or the players? But that's not winning football. You've been playing football since you was in Pop Warner. You got to know what what the situation is. I got to stay in bounds. Like all of that, you cost us. They, they would have had to burn another timeout, and then it's just mm -hmm. a totally different offense they put out on the field and how they got to execute. So we just got to play smarter football, man. A lot of instances, man. But that was a crucial mistake. If um, yeah, and obviously, I, sorry, Nick. Obviously, mm -hmm. Missouri would have called timeout, but then they don't have the timeout they on have their three. their fourth down, right? To to call that timeout, so. They would they would have been out of timeouts um, right. had they burned that last one. We gave them one, and that that did, that did help them uh, get into field goal range and do some other things. But um, and then the, the time is just shorter. And, I mean, not the time short because they got the, they they got the option. Never mind. What, what you got next? Well, no, but the, uh, but the options on offense are very different because you have to for go sure. out now. Right. Correct. Yes. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. No. The that that uh, ETM running out of bounds that changed. You know, Missouri not having to call a timeout changes what mm -hmm. their play calls are then um, on their last drive. Um, I, I go back and I look, and because of the mental state a lot of fans are in, they won't listen to this. But the I think when I saw with what with Matt, when I saw with Max Brown and them running, that's the quarterback style that Billy Napier needs. You go back and you look at Levi Lewis when they won the conference, he had a hundred rushing. Uh, 100 rushing attempts um that uh, that threat and listen you had it last year um mm -hmm. and here comes my excuse train you had it last year but you had a quarterback who has again in the nfl proven to be injury prone who got injured early in the year 
and there was nobody behind him. There was a true freshman, uh, Max Brown, who would tell you himself he was not ready to play college football last year. Uh, Jalen Kitna um, would not have given you the same chance to win that Anthony Richardson did. Um, But Max Brown will run the ball against Florida State, and that's going to help Montreal Johnson, going to help Trevor Etienne. And I think when you get DJ Lagway coming in, you're going to start. I think the game plan this week for Florida State will be vastly different than what we've seen this last month. Um, and and you're going to see like a little glimpse of what I think the offense will look like once DJ Lagway takes over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to just harp on more what you said. Yeah, we all complained on this show last year about we could tell that AR didn't want to run the ball. And why aren't we running the ball more? Um, so we got to see a glimpse of the RPO and what a dual threat quarterback looks like in this offense. I was hoping that Grant Merce had better legs than what he has, but um, I think we were a little bit of that situation early in the year where same thing with AR, like you can't get this guy injured because what's behind him. Mm-hmm. But um, what do you guys think about this? Like watching um, um, my man Max Brown do his thing. I'm calling him Mad Max now. We went from Murder Merce to Max. Mad Max. Let's keep these nicknames going, Nick. Why not? It's been working out what, for us. Right? What can Brown do for you? Just deliver like, like a win that. this weekend. I don't love it. They don't. UPS doesn't even use that anymore, Nick. Yeah, that's that's outdated. Good, good. That means they won't sue us when we start selling. Very good. Just start selling shirts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But what do you think about? Uh, like I, I wish we'd have like implemented his skill set and his and his style of play into the offensive a little bit. Just even if it's in situational circumstances, goal you mean line, like throughout the year. Yeah, throughout mm-hmm. the year. Okay. Like, I think he could. It could have been sprinkled in. Like I thought we should should have been able to see Brown a little bit more in some of the game plan. Yeah, yeah I, wonder, I, mean, I, think, I wonder if we, we we all expect to see that next year with, like, Lagway. Like, hey, Lagway needs 10, 15 snaps. I don't know. What if we – that, that's what I was about to say. What if we I would want to. are in our minds right now expecting that and Billy has shown us this year, like, hey, no, no, that's not what we're doing. Maybe. I mean, he might also be playing for the, his next opportunity. I'm not speculating on any transfers or anything else, but, you know, DJ Lagway coming in, Graham Mertz coming back. Does Max Brown use this as an opportunity? I need to leverage for himself in the transfer portal, right? So if he hoops the dub, baby. against FSU, hoops in a bowl game, uh, you know, then there's the possibility. Again, I'm not saying that he is going to transfer. He's not going to transfer. I'm not going to say anything. Just saying it could be an opportunity. If he hoops, um, he's gone. <laughs> you know, I think hindsight's a little 2020. You know, I, I wish. You know, certainly, you know, he ran the ball well. Um, you know, I, I just don't know if Graham Mertz was was ever the problem. Um, no. You know, this year to 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 elicit bringing in Max Brown, or that they didn't stall out a ton. But you know, looking back he's on it, like weapon. man, that would have been nice. Yeah, he's just a weapon. Like I'm not saying right. that, that Graham Mertz is doing anything wrong. Like he, he's playing well. So was Chris Lee. You know, right. but like the, the the thing about Urban Murray was. He was going to put players that can make plays and just enhance enhance the offense, make defenses out to prepare for. And I thought Max Brown, like watching him do – like he's making some very good and decisive decisions in that RPO and, mm-hmm. and read action. I think it's – he's talented. And, and, and right. we could have used that type of spark in our run game or in red zone. We got into those small boxes and it's hard for us to score. Bring that guy in, especially if it's off the bench and they don't have no film on it. And that's our advantage going into this Florida State game. We'll talk about that a little later, but it's not a lot of film on what we're going to do in RPO with uh, Max Brown. Yeah, no, and I think Florida was was running. You know, I know there's some comments here. They, they've scrolled by now and take a little bit to find them, but there's some comments about they wish it would have Max Brown would have thrown the ball uh, on that last drive. And, I mean, I think Florida was running the ball really well. 
Uh, Max Brown was running the ball really well. Florida was doing what they had to do to, to get first downs. Uh, and Florida didn't want to stop the clock, right? Missouri had three timeouts on that drive. They used two of them. And then Trevor Etienne doesn't go out of bounds, so they don't have to burn that third. But God forbid, you know, a turnover, then, but certainly a dropped ball or whatever the case might be, the clock yeah. stops then. So Florida Max just Brown throws an interception, and people are sitting here yelling at Billy Napier. This kid win. has thrown seven passes right. all year, and now yep. you're – Right. So it, it's just you, you are in Monday a, morning a lose lose situation because Florida lost, right? Because like, now the hindsight is if he would have thrown the ball, Florida could have scored. They're playing with scared money, all that other stuff. Florida was winning the football game with a minute and a half left in the game, and they had them on fourth and 17, right? Like Florida scored 30 points against Missouri. It's the third time Missouri's allowed 30 points in a game all year. Missouri's offense is cooking. They're beating the crap out of teams a lot worse than they were, you know, playing Florida. Florida had the lead. Florida did not do what they had to do on fourth and 17 to win that game. And now, you know, it's easy to say, you know, Max Brown should have done this. Billy Napier should have done that. I mean, you're kind of prisoners of the moment at that point, but it's just frustrating. Yeah, the team shows some fight back, bro. After that fumble, I was ready to cut my TV off, but I don't have that that type of energy in me. But after Max Brown, and that's why everybody's saying, like, he should have thrown the ball. Like, we we watched a young boy come in and and make a turnover in a crucial moment. So. You got to protect these players from themselves in, in those situations as well. So you don't set them up for failure. But um, we went, we go down by 10 and you watch this, these boys just, just buckle up the chin scraps and go right back down to get some points and put it in. The, so you, you're seeing, you're seeing the team, these guys playing for Billy. We just got to get the, the, the more talented and up the roster, bro. We watching older guys. Our offensive line play has got to get better. Like I'm yeah. talking about from a penalty standpoint to a blocking standpoint, like, Richie Leonard got to play better football, bro. Like, yeah. that's just what it is. He had a rough game on, on rough. a lot of fronts, man. And you you just got to be able to play better in the trenches on both sides of the ball. Defensive line as well. Like, we got to be able to get out to the passing. And we're just not doing it. So, I would like to see just overall both sides of the trenches get revamped. You know, I know we bringing in and, and our recruiting class got hit hard with some, with some mm-hmm. decommits. But I think we got to get some transfers in here that could get some edge rushing and collapse pockets and do that type of stuff, man. That's our biggest reason we've taken these L's. Um, it's trench work. Uh-huh. It's tackles and all that, but our offense and defensive line is, is not holding up their end of the bargain in no capacity. We don't get no pass rush. And also, even in pass pro as well, seven got a pass pro better. I know everybody mm-hmm. want him to get more carries and be on the field more, but, bro, he's whiffing. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's evident in this game, right? Bruh, it was bad, man. I love ETN, but you, you, you we're already out of a quarterback. And, and Graham Mercer was getting banged up the entire game. He wasn't playing. The interception that he threw because he's not planting his foot. He wasn't feeling comfortable. It was a mm-hmm. couple of times before he officially got injured and taken out of the game where I Ooh. thought he was out of the game because he was getting smacked every time he dropped back. Like, you just can't win football games like that. But and on another note, that's why I like Max Brown. Like mm-hmm. those type of guys is gonna give you. You got to pass rush with more integrity. You got to yeah. got to got to stay in your lanes. You just can't pin your ears back and go after a guy like that. Um, Dude, Missouri was getting some sick pass rush rushing three people. Florida's rushing six, and we're we're getting bogged down. It's it was insane the difference nasty, on the man. defensive line. Yeah, well, Richie Leonard's playing with a thumb injury. He had like he had like a it, it was it was super weird. So he had like a hard cast on. Before the game, even during warmups, but it looks like they sawed the cast down the middle and then there were like straps to keep it together. 
And then when it was game time, you take off the hard cast, put your uh, like a thumb brace on, and then tape over that. So, but he went like until the team was in pads, he had a bright pink hard cast on. And I remember watching him during Gator Walk. I'm like, that's a weird, that's a weird hard cast. And is he going to be out today? Uh, and then I noticed that it was like cut down the middle, so you could you could take it off. It seems like the doctor's like, hey, you need to be in a hard cast and, until the very last minute where you don't have to. But uh, to we, Silk's we point, depth, man, we need depth. There, depth, there, depth. Is, there isn't depth. Like Rod Kearney is uh, – Caden Jones made the trip, but he's redshirting. Rod Kearney uh, is redshirting. Uh, Najee Harris played a little bit, but I, I don't know that he is uh, – physically strong enough to where he can be playing 45, 50 snaps. Um, and, and Florida just doesn't have depth. The issue is there's not a ton of great offensive linemen, especially at tackle where I think you need help. Not a, a bunch of great offensive linemen in the portal every year. Like you got a temper. You got a temper. <laughs> the portal, you put them in the portal. Hey, listen, man, I got a duffel bag for you. If you like Florida <laughs> and palm trees, we can't have offensive linemen playing body cast. Like just because there's nobody yeah. behind him, that's that's yep. insane, man. Yeah, that's that's that is uh the maybe you need another offensive line coach, three or four of them. We got know. two, so well, we're three or four. Out. Three no, I'm, no, you no, know, no, no. disappointed in the announcers not knowing that Rob Zale doesn't call a single play ever. every week with this, yeah. man. Every week, why are we doing this? This is why we got to stop the confusion calling the offense coordinator, you know, giving I mean? Rob Zell that type wow. of credit, all that beautiful reverse stuff. Shout out to like Billy was in his bag a little bit. I know y'all yeah, give him a hard right. time. But the offense is not the problem. They're getting 30-plus points every week. Defense is clearly the issue yeah. that we got to clean up and fix. But um, do mm-hmm. I think you need a, 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 a somebody to come in and call plays? Still, yes. Yeah, 100%. But I don't I don't think it's the issue right now. You guys can find a new gripe. Uh, offensive line, two offensive line coaches. Jesse Palmer, I forget that. That dude a gator sometimes. But, bro, go do your basic research. Like, this is easy information to find. Like, back-to-back weeks in a row – Man, Rob Sell, what a great play call. I'm like, bro, he ain't called that. Yes. Jesse Palmer's ignored our request to be on the show. Pay pay him one million dollars a year. I will to, I will pay to him to not call plays and to coach half of a position group. A lot of money. That is a, a lot, lot of money. money. That is a um, lot of money. The to Billy in his back. So I thought <clears throat> Missouri was challenging you to pass deep. There they were safeties were flying downhill. Um Shout out to Travis Johnson. My goodness, he smoked Ricky Pearsall. Man, Ricky, Ricky Pearsall. Ricky Ricky ate bounced shit, back man. up. Bounced yeah. back up. That, was, that was a You can smoke anybody if you bounce up that way. You know what I mean? Got that up. was a good hit. Man, that was, yeah. that was a good that, hit. Man. The, the run that Pearsall had, I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh, man, they're, stuff, they're stuffing the middle. Pause. Um, that's a great play call to have Ricky come. You, you show so much motion that does nothing. <laughs> there is – there are – Florida runs like um, – Shoot, we had Bud date, but Jay Bud on the show. What'd he say? It was like 70% of snaps. They're showing motion. And all of a sudden you give that to Ricky. Now you're essentially running like an outside outside zone run when there's mm-hmm. stuff in the middle. So that play goes off. Um Billy gets in his bag sometimes, but like you you gotta like I think we were the media this week. We were kind of like Billy mentioned one time, yeah, the new offensive coordinator in Missouri, they're doing really well. And we were like, Oh, tell us more about how Eli Drinkwitz gave up play calling and their offense is doing fantastic this year. And I think we kind of asked him that like five or six times. In the yeah, my issues have moved off of offense coordinator. Florida's going to get an offense coordinator, I believe. Um, you know, I'd put those those odds, you know, minus 1,000 right now that Florida's going to get one. But 
I, I think our issues are a little bit more pervasive in some other areas right now for us to talk about. Let's um, let's chat a little bit more. Let's give a quick shout out to our friends over at Lucy. Boys, been been doing this all week. Uh, been a big fan of Lucy, hundred percent uh, pure, tobacco free nicotine. Fan of, fan of Three, five, Say what? Nothing. No. Okay, Nick. I know you tried some um, top Lucy, flight man. flavors. Uh, cinnamon, mint, mango, wintergreen, pomegranate, apple ice, espresso, five different strengths going from two milligrams up to the 12. Would not recommend the 12 unless you are a heavy user of it. But uh, they sent this care package last week. Like I said, higher quality stuff, great taste, uh, last significantly longer. Big fan of the breakers, which have these little uh, flavor pouches or little balls in them that they they pop Whoa. and the flavor lasts forever you um, just one ball um so but uh but ultimately a really great product a uh, big fan and you guys can use lucy uh maybe it's a boost in energy maybe it's a focus maybe it's the chill and relax maybe pop one in before thanksgiving so if you want to try lucy's tobacco free breakers pouches or gum go to lucy L-U-C-Y dot C-O forward slash stadium. Use the promo code stadium. We'll get you 20% off of your order. Free 30-day refund policy. If you change your mind, L-U-C-Y dot C-O promo code stadium, 20% off. Always free shipping. The fine print. Lucy products only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified. Warning, this product does contain nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Nicotine is so. fantastic. Uh, Gabe sure. gave a gave – a, uh, well, when we played baseball, we called dip. They called them tins. These are not tin. They're plastic. Uh, but gave a can uh, to somebody who uses a competitive competitor's product. Yeah, uh, don't give them a shout-out. Don't mention the ops. Not mentioning the ops, but – Got a conversion to Lucy already. I, One I tell week. you what, dude. One I week converted. Got a conversion. I, I converted, you know? Mm. Converted over. Lucy.co. I don't, do, I don't do nicotine, but you guys are acting like yeah. little crackheads here right now, so I might have to try. <laughs> 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 like, it's, like, it's like when crack Maybe person. Not crack, but you guys no, 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 no. Speaking uh, of, Lucy, if any of your reps are listening, another care package, as many care packages as you want to send, uh, Yes, yeah, but remember, Nick, you could always use the promo code Lucy.co uh, you know forward slash stadium, promo code stadium, 20% off free no. shipping, 30 day refund policy. Nick's, a, Nick's, Nick's an influencer. He shouldn't have to pay for this type of stuff, man. Facts. Love that. Nick Love got that enough to for last you, for so. a couple weeks. So, all right, guys, let's get to uh, negative get influencer, but he influences. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Wow. That's true. Bro, <laughs> some, some people are just not. They Bro, your, your, take, your take came so, your predictions came so close to being a reality for. I was like, damn, Nick might be on to something. We win this Mizzou game. It's it's crazy because all offseason, I'm super negative and, and I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm trashing the program and I'm trashing right. Philly. And oh, ho, here we are in November, Silk. Pretty damn accurate all off season. Nah, we lost last night, so I mean, Saturday yeah, so, night, so pretty accurate all off season. Nick, take the mic away from your face. Um, sound like God talking. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Uh, do. Old Thank Bill you. Cosby 
There's an old Bill Cosby skit. I don't like. Um, I don't like pre, you going talking Cosby. about me and the Bill Cosby. But he had a skit about God, and that's how yeah. God talked uh, in his skit. This is pre-allegations, you know, mm. probably post-action pre-allegation. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, guys. So let's get uh, back into the game. Uh, offensive side of the ball. We talked about Max Brown. Uh, talked about Graham Mertz. Did I tell you I was at uh, at the bar with my buddy Derek watching the game? Shout out to Derek, listener of the show. Um, and we went hype. I mean, that that whole bar knew that we were the world's biggest Gator fans at that <laughs> moment. Um, I thought Graham had it, man, uh, when he came up all hyped up, energetic, everything else. But uh, the sad state of affairs there. Now, we talked a little bit about offensive line. Uh, gave Ricky uh, his shout out. Would have loved to have seen a little bit more of three um, being utilized in this game. But there's only so many snaps, right? So... Uh, it wasn't the offense's fault. Um, any any other final takes on the offensive side of the ball you want to get off? Anything. I just like the – we know we're talking about the play calling, but I like the way they used the Hanson. Um, a lot of misdirection mm-hmm. to get him in the open field. He's an absolute unit. Uh, we need the younger receivers to eventually emerge. Um, just watching mm-hmm. that game, Ricky Pearsall is going to do his thing. We know what Eugene Wilson brings to the table. Uh, Khalil Jackson, but we're going to need a number one next year. So that was my biggest thought of like mm-hmm. at a receiver position, like who's next and like, how do we, you know, take it up a notch, but um, we was explosive. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to see out of offense. I thought throughout the year, they were consistent, not, not lights out. They mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, one of the, the best offenses in the world, anything like that. But I think week by week, we got to see that, I don't think it's necessarily the problem is the offense. Do we need a play caller? Yes. We want to relieve Billy of some of those duties so, you know, he could be more attentive to the the, the details and then dotting the I's and crossing the T's of getting 11 players on the field and all that type of shenanigans. But um, shout out to the offense. I thought they played a good football game. Mm-hmm. I shout out to Trey Smack for hitting that field goal when we needed to. It didn't turn out how we, yeah. I wanted it to, but, you know, coming through in that moment after missing the Arkansas kick, I thought that was good for yeah. me as well, man. But tough loss, ha- man. It's I'll just, tell you, um, I was sitting there. I was sitting there in that end zone, and that place was loud. Like I said, like listen, Missouri's probably the sixth ranked stadium in the SEC East. May it rest in peace. Now, uh, now that the SEC season's over, no more divisions. Um, but that place was loud, and I'm sitting there thinking, mm, Trace Mack, this is a lot of pressure here. Huge pressure moment. Uh, drilled that thing. Uh, Florida's offense hasn't been the issue. Florida's offense has been better than I thought they would be. Graham Mertz was better than I thought he would be. Um, but, yeah, the offense has not been the issue. They, they played well, 500 yards of offense, um, 30 points. I, I don't know if 30 500 points is yards enough on to defense. win you. It's a wash. There you go, Perry. Perry was in our comment section asking uh, asking me. That's, that's fantastic. That's a, that's a fantastic Fantastic meme if you're listening because this is mainly an audio medium. Uh, it's a picture yeah. of Nick in front of a rally. Don't know which rally. Um, don't want to prognosticate okay. on this show. Okay. No, no, no. Somebody. Um, yep. And it's Nick over the face of a jean jacketed wearing man uh, saying, I went 12-0 and on my preseason predictions Almost. for the Gators in the 23-24 season with a, with a little carrot above between I and went, I almost went 12 and 0. Nick is still parading that around as if, um, you know, he's going to, I know he's going to brag if he goes 11 and 1. We know it. So 100%. you and I both know it. Negative influencer. I told you. 100%. I would have been insufferable if my picks went 12 and 0, though. 
So like yeah. hard to deal with. Yeah. Well, we, you can drop the first part of that and uh, create its own sentence. <laughs> and we know that you'll be insufferable all the time. Uh, but yeah. So um, yeah. Offensive line, obviously a lot of work that needs to be done. Nick, you made a point, you know, how many good transfer offensive linemen are there going to be in the portal? Like Mike and Mizuka was like the best one and, and he's played. Okay. Yeah. He's played. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think, you know, we've, we've talked to a lot of offensive linemen, uh, Cole Kublik, uh, Shannon Snell, uh, that unit is so important to get all of you guys in sync, or at least the, the large majority of them in sync. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very hard to be a very good offensive lineman on a bad offensive line. Right. Um, and, I've and seen what, the Miami Dolphins no do it for 25 years. Go get great offensive linemen, and the rest of the offensive linemen stink. So then they in turn stink. When there's that much pressure on one player, I don't. I'm not giving Mike Mazuka like these incredible flowers of how well he did. But there were so many issues that they had, and it goes beyond just blocking. The number of procedural penalties uh, that they had, the number of whiffs where it didn't look like they knew who they were going after. Um, you know, I'll give Jake Slaughter some credit. He came in. I think that he played okay, uh, but just not a good, just not a good offensive line uh, this year. Uh, last year was, you know, better, but you know, you it goes back to what we've talked about all season, all off season. Like if you're going to have two coaches in there, then you expect them to be good, prepared, and recruit better. And right now. We don't have any of those three. We're shoot, we're battling an zero and three right now. Yeah. Anybody see um, Jack Miller? Um, nope. he he doesn't he hasn't traveled. Um, so he got passed up on the roster. I believe Jack will uh, graduate. Um, and I would expect him. I would expect him to be a graduate transfer after the year. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, for coming he, in at a tough time. He hasn't. He hasn't. He didn't. Tra- he didn't travel. I think for the last. I I don't know if he was in. Jo- I don't know if he was in Jacksonville either. Um. Don't blame him. You know what I mean? Like, if there's an option <laughs> to go to Jacksonville or not, like, imagine be like, nah, I want to go to Jacksonville. That's a sentence that's never been uttered in the history of humanity. Hey, hey, Jacksonville folks, are, they they tired of your shit. I'm be honest. With you. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. There's some people that take it super personal, and I've hopped yeah. in my DMs. I'm like, guys, it's like all a shtick. Like, I don't hate Jacksonville. Um, I don't like it, but um, it's it's all for the uh, all for the all for the show. You and uh, BFW can uh, can team up and get my mentions. Uh, let's get to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, thought the the DBs considering what uh, you know. Let, let's look. I mean, Missouri had one of the most prolific offenses in college football going into this game. We knew that they were going to score a lot of points. I didn't think three played that bad. Uh, I thought Jane Hill, you know, had a, had a decent game. I know uh, two got a little bit of burn. I know Jalen Kimber made some impact in the uh, the pass rush uh, coming off. Uh, the end there, but uh, what are your thoughts on on defense? Other than the fact that we have no linebackers uh, right now that are uh, at at what you want them to be, and that's no slight at, at them as a whole. It's just or as I, individuals, but it's just not a, a good group right now. I thought we was going to be better down the middle, like leading up to this season. Like you know, um, I do think we improved a little bit at defensive tackle, but overall, like this, this is not the the level and the standard of what we used to. So right down the middle uh, is where your problems at a linebacker, defensive tackle, and safety. Uh, what Miguel Mitchell did Saturday 
getting like somebody backed up into him and trucked him. Like he's a speed bump. He got backed into and trucked. I don't understand that. I'm not, I'm not even trolling and joking. Like you just can't play football here if you can't be able to make those type of plays. Luther Burton is a is a nice size kid, but he's five eleven, bro. He's a tackable guy. This isn't yeah. This isn't Megatron or nothing crazy. Uh, we just it's just not there. Like I, there's no position group right now that I feel good about on the entire defense. Not corner, not safety, not linebacker, not defensive mm-hmm. tackle. And do I think it's scheme? No, I think it's personnel. I think. Mm-hmm. We got to get more talent, more guys like Nick said early in this show that can get aggressive at the line of scrimmage as far as defensive backs. We need safeties. Uh, Jordan Castell just got to get in the weight room and tackle better. He can get yeah. better, but not not like I'm encouraged uh, for when he could be, you know, as a, as a young safety. I know safety as a true freshman is not easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Marcus May come in and be straight barbecue sauce. Also, Keanu Neal, they, as very young safeties, but they it's got hard. better. It's, it's tough at safety. So, um, but I'm encouraged by what I've seen with Castell at that one spot, um, and a little bit of Thornton as well. I think Thornton, Thornton has shown that he's 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 got some promise. He got a little mob black in him, um, as far as instincts, similar size. But overall, bro, we got to get to the these younger guys. We got to get Jakeem Jackson on the field. We got to get you know the linebacker group that's coming in. Uh, those guys got to play early. I don't see a way that they could sit. With the linebackers that we playing right now, um, there yes, we go. No, no slight to him, but he's just not a true linebacker. He can't get sideline to sideline. I thought he played a good game yesterday, it, it, considering you know, like how our linebacker play has been since Shamar has went down. It's been iffy. How big of a loss was that? Like, I think if you got Shamar, you definitely win this game. It's a couple more plays mm-hmm. you probably make on defense, but tough loss. Defense is just got to get better personnel. Yeah, There's no sure. excuse in the portal. You gotta go get some pass rushing, some guys that can get out to the passing. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Yeah, you you've gotta you've gotta fix that defense. RJ Moten is still on the team. Uh I don't know what his participation uh was. RJ Moten did not play uh in that game. He hasn't played much this season. I think Nick uh um, I think he played on special teams. He's playing with a club on his hand, he's got an injured thumb as well. Um, was it, it Jaden Hill that missed the pass? I know the ball was thrown right at his head, yeah. kind of on the goal line there. Got to catch that, man. Got to, got to, got to catch that. A uh, couple opportunities to to cause some turnovers, and that's that. I think you know is is so disappointing to me because I've watched Florida for my whole life, and they just seem to be a team of turnovers and creating havoc to to cause those turnovers. And we're just not seeing uh, any of that. That might be a personnel thing. There could be a lot that goes into that, but that's. Uh, that's certainly one thing to look back on this season. And man, I know we're, I think we're negative on the turnover battle pretty substantial. Yeah. Shout out to Q Lee in the comments. At this point, I'd rather have Kamari Wilson back. I think Kamari should have took embraced that linebacker role. Like we could, we could really use a speedy linebacker. Somebody that's like, I don't know. I've seen Kamari Wilson back at safety. I don't know. I don't think he's the answer. But I do think that switch to linebacker is something that he might want to embrace. And I thought he could just make plays. The only way to get to the NFL is to make plays. If they bring you mm-hmm. in as a box safety linebacker, tween it, whatever it may be, bro, you ain't getting no no film on the sideline saying what you don't want to play. You feel me? I thought he should have played that. And if he transfer and ends up as a linebacker anyway, then then what did you do? But I thought he would he would have got a lot of burn at, had he embraced that type of role. But – uh, Wicked Fresh no said Castell switched to a corner. He's going to cover. Marshall needs to switch to safety if he wants to play longer. Don't see that happening. Um, uh, at Marshall, all. 
Marshall's urgency cannot be in my safety. <laughs> He's way too relaxed to be my safety. Oh man, um, yeah, there's some some tackling is just the want to as well. Like obviously you you've got to uh, have some gumption, have some fundamentals, know how to take your angles, um, know what type of tackle uh, is appropriate in what situation. Like we've had some great safeties at Florida that just wanted to throw their body at people and, and we're just head hunting and you'd miss tackles. Um, I just don't see a lot of want to um, from Miguel Mitchell and you can't have a starting safety who doesn't seem like they want to tackle. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, we lied a little bit about him. No, no, no. I got off. I got off. I got off the we, Miguel we, Mitchell train. Yeah, but you were on it before slightly. Practice. Yeah, you were on it in the offseason, which is fine. You can hop off whenever. I just want the Whoa. world to know that you were on the train. Right. And then That's they put the football on the grass me. and I hopped yeah, off. They put the football on the grass. We, they, they had we, one we, spring scrimmage and I was out. Nick okay. was ready to start Kamari Wilson and Miguel Mitchell. Mm. I was. So gotta, can I have a quick conversation before we jump into Florida State? Yeah. yeah. All right, I know we're going to have some guys get encouraged to go to the portal. I know we're going to have some guys, like, pushed out here a little bit. Do you encourage uh, Marshall Go Pro? Yes. Yes. And something Were you expecting a pro. conversation or? Anybody else that you would encourage I, to go I, pro? I, yeah. Jalen Kimber? Like, what do you do with him? Because <clears throat> he's not pro ready. Neither one are pro pro ready in my mind. I think all of them need another no. year, but I don't think I don't think the film either one year. of them put on just keeping it a bean. Yeah. I don't I don't think either one of them is NFL ready. Um I don't know where they're at from an academic perspective to transfer, right? Obviously Jalen Kimber already used his one transfer. Um but that's not a good room right now. Yeah. It's just not, and it's tough. Yeah. You guys uh, questioning Corey Raymond at all? No, nah, I ain't questioning Corey Raymond. I know okay. barbecue when I see it. Corey Raymond can't, like, bro. Corey Raymond ain't got nothing to do with Miguel Mitchell getting ran over by somebody backing up. Like, like he got accidentally bumped into and got trucked. Wow. Like, Corey Raymond is not going to be able to jam receivers at the court. All he could do is give them the assignment. If they get there and they just want to mirror the receiver, that ain't on Corey Raymond, bro. Some of this stuff, like, yeah. it's the personnel. You know, I don't think Corey mm -hmm. Raymond got here and forgot how to coach DB. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah. Do you yeah. guys think that Jaden Hill was the best defensive back of the season? The season yeah. goes as Jaden Hill goes. And we won five games so far. Well, so. Jaden Hill had a big uh, – had a great season. And Silk's over here saying played. that, that Uncle, well. Uncle Terry yeah. threw it in reverse and ran over Miguel Mitchell. It, it, that's what happened. Like, I'm not Terry even trying to saw joke. the fireworks and had that whoop, whoop. Man. Harlem said, what? The what? I said, yeah. same, son. Same. What? Same. Um, Nick, what time do you have to leave to go to Billy Napier? Uh, I got about 25, 30 minutes. All right, cool. So let's get into uh, yeah, shoot. if you're a Patreon member, you can shoot your questions for Billy Napier to Nick and he'll ask them at the present. Yeah, yeah. Patreon member, patreon.com slash shady McGale. Or if you drop a dono here in the uh in the super chat, uh, we will answer those questions. Let's chat a little bit about FSU before we do that. Let's give a shout out to our friends over at Home Field Apparel. 
Black Friday is on Friday. Home Field Apparel will be running a special. Uh, it is the holiday time. Go support our friends over at Home Field Apparel. Use promo code Stadium Miguel at checkout. Get 15% off of your order. About 19 different UF apparel items there. Bunch of different colleges, universities, as well as the Indianapolis Colts as well. So potentially a, uh, a spouse, a family member, um, you know, son or daughter. Uh, potentially a, a work colleague, uh, whatever it might be, homefieldapparel.com, best vintage um, logos uh, in the game. Recommend them highly. Uh, soft shirt, great material. So again, promo code is Stadium and Gale. I check out 15% off of your order. Gators face FSU uh, under the lights, under the LED lights of Ben Hill Griffin Stadium on Saturday night. Uh, FSU is notably without, who is also still alive, despite all of the tweets and everything else that we've seen. Jordan Travis uh, did injure his leg uh, and will obviously not be playing uh, this game. Um, Tate Rotemaker is the backup, and he will be playing. FSU is coming off of a victory against North Alabama. Uh, but, gentlemen, what are your your thoughts here? Um, mm. Nasty, nasty injury. I think we saw it. Um, saw it one time, looked away. Yeah, right as we were getting to the press box. I hate that for him. Um, yeah. It makes Florida's chances of winning this game significantly better, but that's not something you wish on him. No. Uh, senior day, you've got your whole family there. You're fourth in the country. You've got a chance to make a run to the playoff. Um, you're having the best year of your career, personally, team wise. So I hate that for him. Um, prayers up to the Travis fit, family. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I was watching it live, and just to see, I, as soon as he picked his leg up, you see what's going on. Oh, I was like, whoa! And you know, I, I transferred on over to the Gator game, bro. I didn't want to see any of that in replay or anything like that. I didn't I didn't have to go check social media because I kind of saw it happen live. Yeah. Um super sad that it happened for him. You know, he was having a good year. Um regardless of how it all shook out, he was going to end up in uh New York or wherever he does the Heisman. I think he ends up at that event. Um and all that kind of changes, man. I also want to see the kid get a fair shot at the NFL. Yeah. Um uh, regardless of of them being rivals. He's from he's from the 561, so I'm still cheering for the kid, but like Nick said, this makes this a totally different game with them coming in. Um, Benson is is a, a different monster, and our run fit has been – I didn't give our defense flowers for slowing down Schrader in the second half. Yeah. First half, he was doing what he wanted to do, but we did slow him down. I expected him to go for like 250, but back to the Florida State game. Um, Yeah, that, that makes this a, a totally different type of matchup. Both teams have backup quarterbacks. Um, we'll see. Ruda make a play against a, a – a, what, a D2 team, whatever North Alabama is. That's three and six, something crazy. Uh, wasn't a talented team, but he got some warm up and some some action before he comes to the swamp. I do like that we're home. Um, it's gonna be loud. It's gonna be rocking. It's a night game. It's the last chance to get your time. Pay the video if you haven't got one. Go ahead and get it for the off season so you don't get trolled by silk. Um, but a good opportunity. I think if we can yeah. make it make it interesting and send a lot of pressure. If we could get home to that kid, I don't think they're gonna be able to adjust and change plays. I think that's our advantage is home field. I, told, I always say, like, Swamp is good for two games. They got us Tennessee. We'll see if they can get us another one at night. But uh, this is – I mean, you couldn't ask for a better setup for us. You no know, underdogs, five games. Um, I know they're still got a lot to play for, but that creates pressure for them on the road with a young quarterback that has never been on the road in this type of environment. So mm -hmm. we'll see what it is. We can talk a little bit more about it, but I like this. I like the setup. 
Yeah, yeah spread changed probably seven points with uh, yeah with Jordan Travis out. It goes from probably 12, 13 down to, to five and a half, six and a half, depending on where you look. What, um, I, I think, how do you say his last name? Rudabaker. No, I think it's Rudabaker. I, I call him Rudabaker. I've got big, like, um, rookie of the year vibes. Rosenhaus. Uh, Rowan Garden. Yeah. Rowan Garden. Um, <laughs> More of a passer. Um, I mean, Jordan Travis is probably Jaden Daniels light uh, with, you know, some of the calories removed. Um, sugar More of a lunch pal guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, I'm saying Jordan Travis is Jaden Daniels light. Um, oh, Florida, sorry. Florida couldn't, Florida couldn't tackle Jaden Daniels last year. Uh, he's, he's not the player in my mind that Jaden Daniels is, but you would have gotten a similar result. Um, not six hundred yards, but <laughs> Max Mahomes. Max Mahomes. That's, listen, buddy, he is not. He is not Max Mahomes. Um, I think he's mixed. Though, so. Okay, hmm. that's not for me to say. Um, stay <laughs> in my lane over that. here. But I, I think I think hey, what I said. You'd be alright. I, I think guys, I talk a lot now. I talk a lot here on the YouTube. So uh, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Um. Anyway, I think Jordan Travis would have given Florida fits. Now you have a quarterback. Um, I think their third string quarterback can run a little bit. I, I was talking with somebody yesterday. Yeah, Let me pull yeah, this up. Um, so Roadmaker is a passer. Like if you if you if you don't try to go two quarterbacks, if you're FSU, like they might try to throw the ball fifty times. Um, and then you've got Glenn, who's more of uh, kind of like yeah, Jordan Brock Travis Glenn. can run. So I wonder if you see a two quarterback uh, system, two quarterback thing from Florida State this week. But it's the uh, backup quarterback bowl. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, you you have to give credit to Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson. Um, I mean, that's – that's uh, those we are talking about tough, the cornerbacks. That's tough, tough wide receivers to, uh, to guard. Um, Jaheim Bell and that other tight end that they have. I think that they play three tight ends pretty consistently over there. Uh, so we'll definitely need to see uh, some improvement from coverage from linebackers. Um, you know, it all depends on on being able to get to him and, and get after them. Florida State has obviously they're undefeated. Uh, have they beat Clemson? They beat LSU. Haven't necessarily looked spectacular uh, this season. I do think that they will drop behind Washington uh, this week when the the playoff poll comes out. Um, but you know, is it a winnable game? You, you hope so. Um, you know, there's a lot to play for. Florida's playing for bragging rights of the state. Uh, obviously, it's it's a home game. And you're also playing uh, for that bowl game, whatever it might be. Um, man, I hope so. I now, hope so. Uh, here's, here's, I see somebody asking in the comments about Jaheim Bell. I think Jaheim Bell gets skinked over more than anything. I don't know if he's a I beat you off the line of scrimmage right. and, and route you up type of guy bro um i think they get him in some situations in space and he's able to get open um similar to what we do with hansen they're different type of tight ends but hansen's mm -hmm. not beating nobody open like we're scheming some things and getting him open to get the ball and do some things and run in open field uh i like I, I just like being home in this matchup i thought that was the difference between for them last year the biggest difference was jordan travis getting them out of some crazy situations i don't know if mike norville called the best game um, we was just a sack away, like some, some sacks that we had. This guy pinned up with four gators around him. He just got out of it. We were those situations away from winning that game on the road mm -hmm. uh, with a banged up team. 
you know, uh, and there were some things that we did wrong, but I don't think they out schemed out coached us last year. I think Jordan Travis for the last couple of years have gotten Mike Neville out of some bad situations. Uh, I think uh, Rudemaker is going to Rodemaker, however you say his name. I've been saying it on, wrong. Bro, I, got nah. <laughs> but, um, I think he's going to be able to make some throws. Our, our defense is our secondary is barbecue chicken, so he's going to be able to get some stuff off. But you just got to be able to cause the same type of misfits that you you cause Milton with the noise and mm-hmm. you know the disguising of, of 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 secondaries and all that. You gonna have to get busy with that. Um, in the run game, we're all gonna be able to run on them. They've gave up a lot to to Miami to Cheney. Um, mm-hmm. They've been giving up um, a lot of real estate on the ground this season. That sits well with me. You know that's that that lines up to what we would like to do. Um, a lot of read action. You know um, RPO. I think we had the advantage in, in a situation where they have no idea how we're going to attack them. There's not a whole lot of film for a guy like Corey Fuller, who I don't think highly of as a DC. There's not a lot for him to work off of with prep preparation. They could probably look at some AR tape last year, but I don't think we approach this game the same way. But yeah. if we can get the run game going and keep them guys on their heels and, and, you know, you just need to be able to get some stops like you did on, on uh, Missouri, on Missouri. And I think, quarterback positions just make these type of games go so you got two young boys mm-hmm. that not a whole lot of experience you mm-hmm. know um i like that my quarterback could get some stuff and i think brother make can move a little bit on his feet i'm not gonna say mm-hmm. he's travis but he could he could do some stuff on his feet but our pass rush is gonna be different with a quarterback like him and travis just total polar opposites with how you approach that type of team yes but if you bottle up benson my game plan you load the box, you bottle up Benson, and you made that young boy beat you with his arm. Like you show me that he can connect with Johnny Wilson. I seen Johnny Wilson struggle with when they had Jordan Travis against mm-hmm. the Boston Colleges of the World and some other programs. Like you look at his stat lines, he haven't been killing like that. He gets touchdowns, but he's not killing you on the, the, the receptions and yards. So my game plan would be just that. You know, you 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 fill up the box, pause, you know, and you make them boys beat you through the air. Loud nope. in the swamp. See if you yeah, get on the it, ground um, times, apply some pressure, a lot of pressure. You have nothing to lose in this game. Drop your nuts. Except the game. I mean, shit. When what happens then? <laughs> like, lost plenty of them already. All, all the pressure is on them. Like, I think I think from a 100%. lot of instances, they, they're, they're on the road. They got a lot to play for. You know, they're still trying to act like everything's okay, and they go into the playoffs with, with Rodemaker no. and all that. No, no. They got a lot more to play for. Uh, create some pressure. Let's see what yeah. we can do. Tawan, go back. Just because I said that Max Brown isn't Patrick Mahomes uh, doesn't mean I don't think he's bad. I think we gave Max Yeah, no, we've given Max earlier. Brown probably more credit than anybody. Might have gotten to the show late. Might have gotten to that. 10 o'clock-ish. But that's wild. I say hey, he's not Patrick Mahomes, and people are like, there, there goes Nick. There Nick? goes <laughs> negative yeah. Nick. Hey, people negative don't give influence. you the benefit oh, of the doubt. Man, you know what I mean? red shirt. Redshirt freshman quarterback isn't as good as the best quarterback in the NFL. Let's Damn. not blow it out of proportion. I've got I mean, to figure was out. Patrick, was Patrick Max Mahomes Green. Patrick Mahomes, though? He wasn't no, Patrick he Mahomes. wasn't. Okay, so I mean, let's see what Max can do, dog. I'm ready to lie a little bit. It's full of state hate. Got people in their feelings at 11-14 on a Monday morning. If we somehow win this game, bro. Woo! 365 days of yelling. Let ignorance. Not you think them people Trolls. hate me now, Nick? If you think Florida State fans hate me now, bro, don't how many get how many new Twitter accounts will you have to have if Florida wins this game? They He's they will go and he's gonna be the report. new blue orange gator. 
<laughs> oh no 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 it's no, gonna no. pop up every two weeks with a new account yeah yeah y'all right i mean i probably just need to chill y'all right yeah, not, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think that i don't think that. that there is a a chill switch if Lorda wins this game oh no Penny Shaw, oh no no no, no, Shaw no, no is gonna have to see you on that same energy sunday I already bought a Steve, Steve Spurry advisor just in case. He's been wearing that Bobby mm. Bowden hat every week. So I said, okay, yeah. I got something for you. We win this one. I'm bringing out the old ball coach visor. I like the setup. Nick, what do you think about uh, like advantages? I think I'm not high on their defense. I see the numbers. I, I understand. I think we've I'm not high on their defense, but Florida's offensive line can make them look fantastic. No, that's true. Um. I thought, I thought this game was we got to this game was more ball. winnable. I thought this game was more winnable than Missouri was um before Jordan Travis. And I thought Jordan Travis would um would would make people want to like find Austin Armstrong's address to go and put a for sale sign up. Um but I, I think this game is winnable for Florida. I, I don't mm -hmm. I don't know how much Florida will throw. I think Max's running ability and RPOs, read options are going to open up so many other things for Florida's running game <laughs> that I think Florida will be able to run the ball. Um, and, and also, I think if Florida, if you want to neutralize Florida State's pass rush, run the ball right at, you know, Jared Verse. Run the ball right at those guys. Um, I, I think Florida, Ben Hill Griffin Stadium at night, rivalry game, like you said, like you said, Florida's playing for a rivalry game and a bowl game. Florida State is playing for uh, – they're not – I mean, they're going to drop out. They got the to root for some losses. Comes yeah. Out. yeah, yeah. The, um, you can't, you can't uh, put Jay Brudebaker in, in the college football playoff. Henry Rosen got in um, You got to you gotta think that, that Florida State is playing for way more and, and, and probably, maybe, playing tighter. Because you don't have your guy, the guy, your engine. You, you've been driving this car all year, and then you get to where you can see the checkers, you can see the the finish line, and then your engine falls out of the car. Uh, the and and now you've got to backups pushing the car towards the finish line. Now, Florida State's a very talented team. So everybody yes. in the comments, we do know that Fisk, Verse, all those guys are talented guys on offense. They got uh, Keon Coleman, Benson, Johnny Wilson, all those guys are going to play on Sundays. I think very highly of of, of, mm -hmm. of the players that they got. They have been starting slow all year with with mm -hmm. the Heisman content or the Heisman candidate quarterback. They started slow. If you start slow, now that you got this guy in, I think the confidence is not going to be the same that we can just cut it on. And I think that's going to be the difference. If we get those guys to start slow, and they 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 you know coming out trying to figure out how to get points and you know what the offensive Florida State going to look like mm -hmm. with him. Hopefully they struggle. But if they do that, I don't think they have the same mental fortitude to bounce back like a veteran Jordan Travis would, you know. Mm -hmm. And they've been able to do that even in the Miami game. Um, they got into some some moments where Jordan Travis willed them to a win. You feel me? Uh, a lot this season, even with Boston College, like even when he beat us mm -hmm. last year at, in Doke, like he willed them to a win. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, not Jake Daniels. Very no, good. no. Uh, obviously, they are a, a very good team. They're undefeated for a reason. Um, looking at their are they rushing? Um, they've only allowed more than two hundred yards once this season um, against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech did two hundred nine yards uh, against them. I like Florida. They're going to obviously 
rely heavily uh, on that rushing attack, which I do think means that you're going to probably see a little bit more Trevor Etienne than normal, just because I don't know how often Florida is going to uh, to pass the ball. I do feel confident in some of the are confident in some of the competent throws that I saw out of Max Brown uh, in the game. I think you know he has two years uh, in the system now. I think that Billy Napier is going. I think he's probably a more developed quarterback than than people know, just because you haven't seen him play. Uh, obviously, playing at home makes that much different for him uh, than playing at Doakwood. So, um, you know, I'm hopeful. Yeah, he was he he made he's made a ton of strides, Max. Yeah. Uh, and, and I know him. I know him a little bit, uh, especially since he was uh, on the baseball team last year. Um, he made a ton of strides. He would tell you he was not a good quarterback last year. Mm-hmm. Like he was not in any way, shape or form ready to play last year, he made a huge, he made huge growth um, from his freshman year, even from the spring to the fall to fall camp um, as a passer. I, I, and before the year I said, listen, I thought maybe you'd mix him in. If the offense was stagnant because of his running ability, you're going to see his running ability. Listen, it's not going to be a, will Muschamp, Skyler morning wag, South Carolina game plan where you run the ball. Uh, you know, 98% of the time until you're down late in the game, Max can throw. Um, He doesn't have a big arm like, uh, you know, like AR did. Um, But like, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that he can run. I think the office, I think the office will just, the game plan with him will be different than what it was for Graham Mertz. You're not going to ask Graham Mertz to run the ball. Like you would ask Max Brown to run the ball. Just simple as that. How much? How much? Ask Billy this. So, like, how big of a playbook and how much of the offense uh, can we run with a guy like Max? If you don't know, please ask uh, Billy when you get to the. You've, I mean, year two in the system. He's been in the system longer than Graham Mertz. You got to be able to run everything that you can. I'm just saying that there are plays that you would not that Graham would know the call, know what his looks are. Mm. It's just not suited for his physical skill set. There's plays in the playbook that are suited better for Max Brown because of and his he, running ability. And he probably has some chemistry with Eugene Wilson, with Hayden Hanson, with a few of these other guys. Not with uh, Eugene Wilson. That, that man's been that man's been uh, first team since he stepped on campus. Well, all right. Well, maybe not him. Maybe just but Hayden, Hayden Hanson. Hanson. Maybe it's a Hayden Hanson Heisman type performance out of him. Um, let's get out of here. Do you guys want to do any predictions for this show or Mm, give me your player oh. of the game, man. Win, loss, player, play, player you need. I'm not gonna say player of the game. Max Draw Brown. Player. Ah, what what can Brown do for you? I need. Uh, yeah, Max Brown is definitely gonna be the key to us. That's too easy, right? Right. Um, I'm going, I, no, I I'm going Trevor Etienne. That's why I was gonna go with it. I think Trevor Etienne. Yeah. He, if he repeats what he did last year on, on Florida State, I think we win the football game. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think like uh, we could get two one hundred yard rushes in this game. And I think mm. we need to do that to win the football game. Two one hundred yard rushes, like two fifty on the ground, something like that. Maybe three hundred on the ground between Etn Montreal and uh, Max Brown. But I think it's going to be a massive rushing attack, mm. and then we'll run some play action off of that. That's what I'm expecting. A lot of play action off of that to get some into some one on one situations. Uh, Ricky Pearsall being able to put some guys in the blender in one on one situations like he was last year. Uh, just because of the run game, the way they had to fill the box to stop that, it's gonna, the receiver's going to get some different looks. 
than they've gotten all year. The running backs are going to get some different looks than they've gotten all year. They're going to have more opportunity. Um, the crowd going to be behind us. We got to, you know, just cash in on that momentum early in the game. Come out, a lot of energy, pregame scuffles, old Florida, Florida State shenanigans. Let's play spoiler. You know, yeah. if my guys are listening, we're playing spoiler. That's ruined this magical season. They've been hyping up. They spent a lot of money in the portal. Mm-hmm. Spanks lady went broke bringing all these people in here. <laughs> if they if we ruin that season and then North Carolina come right behind us, then they don't win the ACC. That's the type of poverty we need in the panhandle and the type of upset we need. Uh, uh, defensively, we got to get out to the passing. Straight up. I'm like secondary, they can make those guys' lives a lot easier if we just get after the pass. Whatever that involves, Austin Armstrong. If he's dialing up blitzes, do that. If my front three or four can't get there. We got to get to this young boy. Don't let him sit back there and be comfortable. On the road, in the swamp, first time, like, like you, you got to make it very hostile for this kid, make it very uncomfortable. And I think we could win this game. It's a very winnable game. You got to get that pass rush because Jahani. Uh, Wilson and Keon Coleman will uh, win their battles on the outside if uh, if, if given time mm-hmm. to run their routes. That's facts. Yeah, need, shout uh, to Ricky. I think Ricky's like 52 yards away. 52 yards away. From being the first uh, Florida receiver since Taylor Jacobs. Which Taylor Jacobs. What has a, a wild coincidence it would be yeah. for Ricky to hit 1,000 on Saturday. Man. Whoa. Having Jacobs, having man. Taylor Jacobs on the podcast four years ago, FSU week was amongst the more bigger trolls that we. That was a nice troll. Like we, didn't, we didn't go there, but yeah, it, I think it took people a little bit to get. I think shout out to Annie; she was the one that uh, first called it out. But uh, shout out to uh, to Taylor Jacobs. Mm. You guys are petty, man. Good show. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't even on the show then. Good show. Let's uh, let's get. Um, Let's get one final ad, and then we'll let Nick go to Billy Napier. Uh, one final time for our friends over at Alumni Hall. If you were in Gainesville this weekend and go and cheer your asses off, go visit Alumni Hall right there in Archer Road, or go visit them online at alumnihall.com. Let them know Stadium and Gale sent you accessories for tailgating, T-shirts, Christmas gifts, Hanukkah gifts, uh, whatever it might be, the best of the best when it comes to all Florida Gators accessories and apparel in all of Gainesville, Florida, and online. So, again, go check them out. If you support the football program, obviously a ton of stuff for football, but they also have things for um, for all of the other sports that are on campus as well. And we are going to dive in a bit more into basketball baseball, that kind of stuff. Do you want to give Parker Valby a shout out cross country national champion, a uh, second year in a row for her as well. Uh, song of the week is for me. Um, I can't ever win no matter what I pick. Uh, nobody likes it. So um, we're going to go. Yeah, no, no, we're going to go. Uh, Shane Smith has a new song uh, going up to Nashville next weekend to go see them perform at the Ryman and then otherwise just get into my Nashville bag. He has a new song called Adeline off their first album that they're releasing. I think they're four years, so that's a great song. So, um, Real quick, again, ACC yeah. reps this week. Uh, a lot of people have been asking me. All right, I'm changing uh, when, my prediction. When the, games, when the game is in Gainesville, it's ACC reps. When the game is in Tallahassee, it's SEC reps. Uh, so Atlantic Coast Conference zebras this weekend. They are terrible. I watched 
Miami games and Florida State games all the time. That is a terrible bunch of refs. Yeah. So pray for us. And they, they want to see that. I, I don't care what nobody said. Like, ACC want to see uh, Florida State make it to the playoffs. So um, They're not going to make it unless somebody loses. Um, let's give one final shout-out. JB, unfortunately, uh, as much as I love Andre 3000, that new album slaps just that a flute, little bit differently. That flute going off a little bit, though. Yeah, that flute going off, yeah. Maybe yeah, I'll use it in, uh, in yoga next, uh, next time. Uh, and then Shawarban turned in. Uh, with you fellas, every episode for the past year, shout out to Ankh, Nick, Dan, beautiful W coming Saturday. Yes, sir. Need them flutes. Yeah, and one time for my guy, man, my guy, Coach 1X, man, he said, still I'm outside with my feet on the grass, talking to the universe, we winning. Everybody go outside, ground, put their feet in the grass, talk to the universe, man. We need that type of, you know. 150 people in here right now. I know that that number's really jumped up uh, a lot over the course of the show, fell off at the end here. But make sure before you leave, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Uh, make sure you share uh, both on the podcast form and YouTube. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of interviews, a lot of fun stuff coming in the offseason as we always get into our bag entering the fifth year of Stadium and Gale next year, which is hard to believe. So, with that, gentlemen. We will see you guys next week. Matt, Silk, Nick, enjoy Gainesville this weekend. It's a full moon shining like the truth, and I'm gonna see it through somehow. It don't feel right I was born with good intentions And I'm begging for your wisdom right now Had a lie I should have been fine by now But I'm facing what we have Is in the night Can't deny
that you hold me. 